Namaste. We are with Gautam Ji once again for our next podcast. Gautam, thank you so much for your time. Most welcome, Nick. Good evening to you and everyone listening to this podcast. It's been a few weeks. We've had a bit of a break from the last episode, so it's nice to catch up with you once again. Yes, that's right. Gautam, I wanted to discuss with you the traits of the ego, mm-hmm. and I felt if a devotee becomes aware of this they can start spotting the ego and its functions right in its root yes it's a very good topic actually made a few points which i have and i felt like if we can discuss that yes uh, but before that nick uh one is it is an excellent topic to look at the ego because let's not forget that baba's whole teaching You see, if his whole teaching is surrender to me, surrender to Baba, that means the dropping away of the individual ego and its identifications. So, a devotee needs to understand that you cannot surrender to Baba and yourself still have an extremely strong identification with the ego, because both cannot happen together. Submitting to Baba's will. means giving up my will because baba knows best mm so before we start i want to make this clear that you know to have any quality in excess like pride or arrogance for example or any negative quality hatred and malice it does not work because then the surrender has not happened the ego is still strongly identified now depending on what you ask me we can explore this in various ways you know you raised such an important point and it reminded me of what kabir ji's doha is mm-hmm. in one line he summed it up very beautifully jab main tha tab hari nahi mm-hmm. and jab hari hai main nahi exactly so literally the ego and god cannot coexist yes and but today what is happening is we are trying to make both coexist <laughs> so gautam uh, the first thing and i feel this is also very linked to a bit of my work in one way because many people ask me in emails that how do you identify these wonderful devotees that are featured on the channel mm-hmm. and uh, in a way this is also like the checklist i have so i felt it will be a nice discussion with you mm-hmm. the first thing i always look for is that feeling of uh, someone feeling special mm-hmm. either in a positive or in a negative way like the ego loves that feeling special yes that is true and so i presume what you're saying is that you would be wary of someone who claims that they are special or they feel special above others you would be wary of bringing them on to your channel you see because again it is the ego which feels special look at me this is who i am i am the special one i am different from others i am the chosen one you see and that is why my teacher ramesh ji would say true humility is never recognized by the one who has it means if someone says i am humble it means he is not You see because you're trying to proclaim I am humble humble and being humble comes out in your actions in your words so the minute you catch someone saying I am humble that's not true because again the ego is wanting 
others approval and therefore it says i am humble so anyone who says i am special look at me look at me is what is inferred because when you say i am special means look at me that is the ego with its identification in this case it is a spiritual identification yes what do we do normal people will buy a nice car a fancy car and then the look at me is this is my car you see but the spiritual ego will say look at me i am blessed with certain experiences i for some reason by divine command i'm the chosen one so one has to be very careful of that and uh, from what i have seen the personalities on your channel you will sense by and large like hemama or meena ji there's so many i can see i of course is the prime uh, uh, example where there's no air of this specialness in fact it's very matter of fact that is really something to look out for and gotham the other side of the coin where uh, one other tendency i've seen maybe not with devotees that are featured but just generally that uh, one can have a negative impression of themselves and even that is the ego at play yes true like someone who's extremely introverted and they have like a bad self image and it becomes self destructive that also is the ego yes like for example you know let's say you feel nobody looks at you that is the inverted ego because now you've built an identity about this fact that nobody looks at you that is also an identification correct the poor me yes the poor me nobody loves me nobody looks at me nobody appreciates me it's the same thing because we are in the land of duality life is duality and these two are the polaric aspects so either way it is look at me one is outside look at me i'm this personality and one is exactly the same but within so it's the same ego and that is why i'm particularly fond of the buddha's teaching because he always said walk the middle way see the beauty of the middle way is this you reach stillness very easily now with these polaric opposites like a pendulum hmm when the pendulum swings to one side it is already gathering momentum to swing to the other and that is for most of us the dance in our life between pleasure and pain ups and downs you know we are going like pendulums non stop so the middle way is be aware witness the ego witness the antics of the ego see what positions the ego takes whether as the poor me or the great me both are positions and be wary be alert be attentive because the peace is to be found in stillness not in taking positions and gotham in the baba path one thing that happens often is experiences and uh, you know if you could shed some light on see it's one thing having an experience maybe writing it down in your diary mm-hmm. but then when there's an over eagerness to share it or again that feeling of specialness creeps in and i have had this experience that again is specific to the baba path quite a tricky one yes it is you see now there are two things here nick 
वन इज से वन हैज द एक्सपीरियंस और एन एक्सपीरियंस इन मंस इनोसेंस वन इज ईगर टू शेयर इट दैट इज वन एस्पेक्ट टू इज इज योर शेयरिंग अगेन बेस्ड ऑन लुक एट मी आई एम स्पेशल और इज योर शेयरिंग वन वे यू आर शेयरिंग विद अदर्स सो दे कैन बेनिफिट सम वे फ्रॉम योर एक्सपीरियंस this is very important and only the one who knows the experience will know what is the intention behind sharing the experience you see now i will give you one example my mother when she went through a spiritual awakening she was seeing visions of the energy movements and all which she drew in illustration form she was not an artist her drawings were very raw but what she saw she drew now the point was should these be shared with people yes and when she was asked by people who had seen her drawings and who were familiar with the subject she said my only reason to share would be if others are going through a similar process they now have a road map they should not feel that they are losing their mind or you know what is this movement of energy in the body and all that that was the intent the intent was not Oh I'm so special I've had this now I want to tell everyone about my drawings so the person who is having these experiences needs to see what is my intent behind sharing it do I want to become famous do I want people to acknowledge me look at me or is a genuine feeling of sharing with my brothers and sisters so that they may benefit from my experience it's a, it's a very fine line because sometimes uh, one may not even be aware of it but uh, it's it's a very fine line and this is something i'm like in my own experience uh, there are sometimes you know people who either walk up to me or send an email and then there's almost a keenness on wanting to be featured and it almost then backfires where those are the cases you'll be like hey let's keep you know a few feet away and not uh, entertain because like people literally devotees like i and uh, some of the ones we featured we need to plead them and you know really correct ask them to give time it's uh, they are not by any means interested in in fact if at all it puts them in a spot of bother because they like their solitude and nobody knowing about them and all of a sudden you know you'll have people coming oh you know we want to ask this and that so it's not uh, really i mean they don't really want the limelight by any means if at all it's the opposite and in fact there's one more factor here that see if i am a devotee and i trust that whatever happens and will happen is god's will is baba's will then i don't need to do anything the universe will come to me and ask me about my experiences you see and then i'm ready to share because they are there the experiences are there or the other way around is supposing i have these experiences to share if it happens effortlessly and smoothly without me having to market myself without me having to ring doorbells and knock on people's doors and say hey please look at me i have these experiences then it is meant to be you see so whatever happens naturally with the least amount of doership involved is what is meant to happen so once again i would add here that the person with the experience 
can see for themselves with some degree of awareness like you said if the awareness is not there and it's unconscious nothing can be done yes but if there's a degree of awareness they will be able to see where they themselves are coming from in the sharing of the experiences you see because the if the intent as an example is that i want to be treated as a special devotee of sai babas and people should come and touch my feet that is the ego talking you see in fact it reminds me something very funny when siddharameshwar maharaj who was nisardatta maharaj's guru when people started touching his feet someone next to him said how do you feel someone is now touching your feet and he replied don't ask me ask my feet <laughs> he said i don't know i don't care you see so that is the whole point and actually gautam if we think of it the leelas and the experiences are actually of babas it could happen to anybody the person whoever it's happening to is basically almost irrelevant it's the leela actually of baba yes so when it's shared from that perspective where baba is the spotlight the main subject not the person i mean in like say when we read the charitra mm. if you interchange two or three names but it's basically baba's compassion being shared correct it is baba's uh, love for his devotees his teachings his he, he, him basically holding the devotee's hand yes the instrument is almost irrelevant there yeah that is very well said so you will also know with the one sharing the experience where the spotlight is is it on baba or is it on that person correct that's a very good point you raised yeah that i feel is uh, something quite important one should keep in mind and gotham another aspect on the ego coming back to that is a disproportionate sense of reactivity to an event sometimes it might just get triggered by something which like doesn't even need or warrant some sort of a reaction well see that again is back to the ego because if i'm strongly identified with a position that this is me this is my belief this is what i believe in how dare you challenge my belief and i react and explode that shows my problem my identification is so strong that if someone says something i get upset but if i accept that everyone has their own point of view i will agree with some i won't agree with some but their point of view is as valid as mine that is the middle way so this is another good pointer do you really get upset and triggered all the time by people if so it is nothing to do with that person because after all you are the one feeling the upset not the person yes so you have to look at it what are these reactions it is because i am identified with a position or belief someone said something to me i didn't like i didn't like that's the problem you see the me with its sense of doership so either i blame the other for doing something which i don't like or i blame this whole act of something happening on the other and me being at the receiving end with my identification so he did this to me you see this point gets missed uh, in the early days of one spiritual journey what is missed is that the center of attention is the me so any reaction i am laboring this point again 
any reaction which arises is our issue to deal with not the other person so the listeners of this podcast need to see what triggers them mm. what makes them react and they have to then ask why they react that way what is behind that and that becomes a beautiful exploration of the spiritual dimension that is what a sincere seeker and sincere devotee starts doing on the path so it's actually a gift you know i tell people who attend my talks that if you are getting triggered rather than fighting it or getting triggered unconsciously be thankful because you are now given an opportunity to look at these things which are triggering you and question them rather than suffering on and on and on and constantly getting triggered this allows you to now explore this dimension you know gautam can you give a few questions like almost becomes like a self inquiry so some pointers there like maybe a few questions people could ask themselves with regard to being able to see like these reactions that come up something they can do as an exercise uh, you see just like the example we used if they take let's say any moment of the day let's say the first half of the day the full day and see what upsets them that can become a sadhana why was i upset and who was upset the me with which identification was upset it will be a most beautiful spiritual practice because you will see in each and every instance that you have circled back to the me and my story and this is me and there's something which has happened that i don't like and therefore i am upset so what happens is earlier the dialogue is something happens to me yes something has been said to me see how we pull back to the me but with spiritual understanding it starts shifting to something happened full stop not something happened to me something was said full stop not something was said to me so when that starts happening the me gets freed up from this crust and you know all this toxic material which has got built around it and then pure functioning pure witnessing starts happening and it makes life much simpler and gotham honor this is a very important point but and gotham one on the last ending note one aspect i feel in bhakti which is important to have a relationship with your ish in this case with baba mm-hmm. that is welcome and it is very important but at the same time it's pretty similar to what we said in the beginning of feeling special this is something i've seen in common in many cases where devotees will say i am baba's special child or you know now it is a tricky one like it is fine to have a relationship with baba saying i am baba's child but then you know to add baba's name before yours or you know things like that like any sort of i mean i've literally had people sometimes tell me you know i am baba's most special devotee and i'll just turn a blind eye but you know in in terms of this is a tricky one like you know this having a relationship but then again not personalizing it and feeling you are the center of it because it can swing both ways when things are great 
I've seen, then they are ultra happy. Then it can also swing the other way when something doesn't work out. Then oh, Baba let me down. Yes, and uh, you see because uh, see this may be their truth, Nick. Supposing, for example, they know what ground they are saying they have a special relationship. We don't know. So let's say it is their truth. Now they make an identity out of it that I am Baba's special one. Now you also mentioned about taking Baba's name. I presume you mean like you know putting the Sai prefix before one's name. Now this is an interesting point to explore. See, sometimes people change their names or take on a new name. The reason is this: the old ego has shattered, and a new person is born, so to speak. You know, like even Nisardatta Maharaj. His earlier name was Maruti Kambli, and then he took on the name Nisardatta when the transformation happened. Now, that's the turning point. Now, what happens if there's no transformation, and I just put a prefix because I'm a disciple of anyone? In this case, it's Sai Baba, but you know, many masters change the names of their devotees also. Correct. The whole idea is so that your associations and identifications with your old name fall away. But the risk here is that I have built a new identification without the old identifications falling away. So I have all the old identifications connected to my name and my beliefs and my judgments and my concepts, and now I have one more added on. As my identification with a divine personage, so sometimes people don't understand this. You see, because you go and put the prefix or whatever, but one must understand it is not a small thing; it is a big thing, because now you have to live up to that prefix. And are you living up to that? Is the transformation happening? Is all this being witnessed? Is being seen? So it's it has to be a very careful decision. And if the motivation is right, if the intention is right, then by all means, one can take a decision that now I feel I am a new person, or I am on the way, and this will help me in my practice. By all means, go ahead. If you feel that's for you, why not? But please look at it. As not just another identification. Gautam, it's a tricky one because once I was sitting with Ai, and she is a shining example of humility. So one day I was just sitting with her, and we were talking about something, and she said she doesn't consider herself as a devotee of Baba. She said, "I'm the dust of his feet." Literally, she said the word that we are begging him. So we are beggars in front of him. We cannot consider ourselves devotees unless he says you are my devotee. Mm-hmm. Now someone so close to him, someone so devoted to him, says this, and then on the other hand, you have people claim who claim they are like the greatest devotees of Baba and the special ones. So you see the contrast is so apparent. Right. But I just feel it's always safer if you. I mean, again, humility one cannot instill. But the chances of you going wrong in Ai's boat are much lesser. I mean, you know, they say the bigger you are, the the harder they fall, right? Yes, yes. But I found Ai's uh, uh, that sentence, you know, so humbling. 
and where there's no position of specialness at all it is like if he gives something it is his will it is his greatness i am merely a beggar in front of him this was her words yes and i said this is a true devotee to me you know there is no sense of entitlement at all that you know that i felt was an important thing yeah yeah and that is why i'm so glad that you have these beautiful people you have exposed to all of us and these videos will be there you know for eternity hopefully it's a great service that uh, has happened it's all his play unfolding yes i'm sure i'm sure to get you talking about baba is the thing i smile when i when i talk to you <laughs> five years ago i would have never imagined yeah but it's all baba's play i know but what i was saying was you know whoever has come on your channel is his will and whoever has not it's his will his will absolutely who will come in the future is his will <laughs> it's all his will yeah yeah absolutely i would be very happy nick to explore the topic of the ego in subsequent podcasts also yes if your audience feels this is of benefit to them then you see because this is what impacts our daily living yes the quality of our lives so it's nice to go into these serious explorations so if your audience is open to it i would be happy to continue this uh, sometime in the future there is one pointer i had written which i feel could pretty much become a podcast in itself it is on reactivity and response mm -hmm. so maybe that could be like a sequel to this particular episode if you are happy to because one of the traits is it's always looking for reactions sure we can look at that of course yes and uh, this in itself you yeah, would probably take 20 minutes to cover right yeah so thank you gautam as always for your time most welcome and uh, yeah we look forward to the next episode yes absolutely take care yeah thank you bye bye